Yo, you know, <laughs> come on now. How you fail at taking a breath? I know. <laughs> I took a breath. Ah. No, you didn't. Ah. What is that? Ah. It sounds like a, uh, what's that little fake drink that wasn't Sprite or Mountain Dew? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking no. about? Mellow Yellow? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, no, we might get in trouble for that. That's what it sounded like you just sipped. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, yo, we in a building. Woo! Gang, gang. Romeo has on the same exact outfit as me. Twinsies. Again. Woo! I mean, head to toe, it's ridiculous. We have on... No, we got one thing that's different. What? The socks. That's true. <laughs> Everything else is literally the Literally the same. Down to the draws. Which we would have never known. But KK asked the whole important questions. Goddamn, Kristen. Oh, man, this man is just... uh. Because my clothes are in rotation, so Romeo knows. No, 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 no. You what time have, it is you have fucking switched your your rotation. I have a look because of you. I'm trying to like shake and bake on your ass. And and I was trying to shake and bake you. <laughs> <laughs> here you come, like gotcha nah. in the same outfit. What Drake said? No, 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 no. <laughs> what no, imitation no, no, isn't flattering, no. Romeo? No, 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 it's no, no, just no. annoying no, me. <laughs> Will you stop, bro? This is not God's plan. The worst part is that this morning I literally put on my pants and, and like I put on my shirt and I was like, damn, I have a feeling we're going to be wearing the same shit. And I was just like, but you know what? Maybe not. So let's just hope for the best. And you ran with it. And I ran with That's it. That's the problem. Stop thinking about me while you put your pants on. Yeah. All right? <laughs> That's actually fair enough. Stop. <laughs> fair, fair, like fair, fair, fair. You fair. know what I mean? We already discussed on a big show earlier why we think about Katie when we're taking a shit. All of us. <laughs> That's literally what I, because I saw like three tweets that were like, it's okay, Katie. I think about you when I take a shit too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for telling the world to I'm close not mad their at toilet it. when they flush. You know, being no, a, I'm mad at all it. of us be in the bathroom. Thing. Helping the world <laughs> one flush at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how Katie's doing. <laughs> hey, it's good to be thought of, right? Yeah. Regardless of the circumstances. But hey, hey the fact that we're dressed up shows that there is no hard feelings. From Romeo to myself, because, you know, we have to keep the listeners informed. They know that you were a little upset about, with me, about Nelly's package. Oh. Katie, <laughs> hey, remember? Average! <laughs> Average! So, we're going we're gonna to try to have a clean episode today. No I'm, low blows, no dicks on the shoulder. Mm. All right? You got no dicks on you today? No dicks. All right. Mm. Dick Tracy himself. <laughs> Plus one. Stop. Romeo Fences. Yo, this man, just he just walk around getting nicknames, don't he? He does. Man, you know what's weird is I, I grew up, like, having no nickname at all. Now I have all these fucking nicknames I hate. Making up for it, baby. <laughs> Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey, there's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. <laughs> we talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell. Your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. Episode 127. That's what Unity look like. All right. Hey. We the best doing it. You haven't said it in Spanish. Welcome them in Spanish. Oh, easy. Bienvenida in el momento. Bienvenidos. Bienvenidos. Yeah. So I just forgot the S. 
<laughs> no, the O-S. Oh, that's two letters. I get it. My bad. <laughs> I always forget the O-S. You gotta make a plural for everyone. Right now, you just invited one girl. All right, hold on. Let me try again. Nah, because I want to invite all the ladies. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't mm. want nobody so, to feel oh, left out. If you just out, want you the ladies, me? then you got to say bienvenidas. Oh, say less. Bienvenidas. Hi, in el momento. Telenovela on Telemundo. Lunes. Judges. Judges. Can we get out of here before it gets racist? I thought you said no low blows. My bad, bro. I forgot that fast. All right, this is why I'm mad. Dripping on my head, why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get through. Yo, I don't know if this is a. <laughs> that was not me this time. Okay. I'm sorry. It's episode 127. Come on, bro, get your shit together. Hey, you, just, you don't know not to hit the mic by now. First of all, you. <laughs> I need y'all to understand something that uh, before I really like dive into why I'm mad, Katie and Romeo both just woke up. So yeah. they're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the God has to carry this show on his back. Yep. All right, Kanye. No. Think about it. No. It's the, <laughs> yeah. it's the lunch club. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're podcast smoke. Now we're smoke. I told y'all we're going to start some beef. We, this is the week. Hey, we're going to start some beef. I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of. But R.I.P. to the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Seriously, we got to get into it. It's a, um, I mean, it's obviously an epic show. We'll talk about it. We'll get there. But that's not why I'm mad. I'm mad at uh, a lot of my friends because I wonder if this is just a me thing. But I was talking to my friends about this the other day. And I love them. But I wonder if y'all go through this. We were on a Zoom call. And I was telling him about some of the difficulties and challenges that we face in the position that we're in. And he stops me. He goes, yo, wait a minute. I got to tell you something. I saw this tweet the other day, and it was like, Mo ain't shit. His pride is too much. Black. And I was like, yo, hold up. Yo, fam. Damn. Yo, he read the whole tweet. Damn. I was trying to stop him. Like, yo, 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 yo. Yo, he went through every character. I don't know how many characters Twitter is allowed. He said space. Yo, Exclamation he, point. He read it like the robots be reading it. Comma. And a bitch. I was like, yo, I get it. Right? And... I'm trying to tell him, like, yo, fam, I, like, y'all don't have to do that. And he's like, nah, but I was just telling you that people are going out of their way to say things about you and they don't know you. And it's clear. So you shouldn't let it bother you. But I'm like, you could have just told me that. Without saying the tweet. <laughs> you didn't have to read it. Do y'all go through? I'm like, legit, I get all kinds of text messages from all of my friends all the time about blogs where people are telling stories about me. Tweets where people are talking shit about me, and they'll screenshot it and send it to me. Like, yo, you seen this one? Yo, they going crazy on you. And I'm like, do y'all ever think about my mental health? Like, why the <laughs> fuck do y'all think this is some shit I would want to know? I'm the only one that goes to this? I, I am so. the friend that sends it to you, so probably. Yo, <laughs> that's 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 I forgot you did it to me, too. That is true. Hey, like, yo, you seen this one? Like, they the new Jordans or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you ain't seen this color. Hey, yo, what's, why do y'all do that? Why do y'all think I like we want to hear or see that shit? Yo, I remember I was having a peaceful ass Saturday, and I think I was on vacation, too. And I don't know where Kitty's just like, yo. Look at this tweet about us. And she, like, she, she sent that shit to me, and I was just like, well, there goes my day. Right? But that day, I knew not to send it to Mo. I was like, oh, so just ah, it's okay. I was like, Romeo will be fine. She was like, Mo's in the Bahamas. He's fine. 
don't he doesn't know. need to see this. Yes. <laughs> but fuck you, Romeo. Fuck your mental health. Like, I would never see something where someone's talking crazy about one of my friends and then be like, yo, you got to see this. Like, I don't know what goes through their minds. I even have friends that are like, if they know I blocked somebody or I don't pay attention to them, uh-huh. they'll send me what they're saying. Yo, like, you saw this? You know I didn't... I, to, I literally told you I blocked this person. They'd be like, I know you blocked them. That's why I sent it to you. All right. Like, what, what do you think? Fam, I, I don't get it. Block Dude. means I don't want to see it. Exactly. Which takes me to another thing that friends do. Damn. Yo, fam, nah. You nah, have your still? Yeah, is that yeah. your mouth or your ass? Because <laughs> depending, we might have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I just want to be clear. Because we no, don't have I, any health care. I thought in the moment. We don't? No. No. This shit got to come out my pocket. So if it got to come out my pocket, it better stay in your ass. Because I'm telling you right now. Well, I thought I turned my mic off and everything. That didn't stop it from being loud, whatever that was. It turned your mic back on, whatever. No. But, yo, so I be thinking about the things your friends do. And sometimes I think it's just funny. Other times I'm like, this might actually be a little bit toxic. So these are not always friends. I should clarify that. Sometimes it's just people that be around you, right? And I get it. I'm not the most social person. So I experience social awkwardness all the time where I really don't know what to say. So sometimes people will just say anything. I just won't say anything at all. And they'll be like, why are you so quiet? And in my mind, I'm like, Cause I'll probably offend you if I speak, <laughs> so you should, like, you should just let me be quiet. That's you know what I'm fair. saying? Let me just fair. chill. You know what I mean? So then, like, I've noticed that whenever people bring up stories about you, whatever story it may be, it's always a bad story. Have y'all experienced that? Like, if I'm around people and they may have heard stories I've told on the show, or whatever the case, it's always like. Yo, remember that time you tried to climb the fence, bust your ass, and then broke you? Like, and I'm like, y'all have oh, done, like, done a lot of good things. <laughs> like, why is this your go-to? Like, why don't you bring up the fucking radio story I told during Black Lives Matter that was one of the greatest 10 minutes of radio ever? Nobody has ever said that to me. They be Damn. like, hey, remember when you had on them heels? <laughs> and you I do. <laughs> I bet. Like, y'all never noticed that majority of the time when people bring up your highlights? It's usually a low light. Yeah. Think about it. Or like if you ever bring your girl or your guy around your friends or your family, they can't wait to point out the embarrassing things. Like they don't be quick to be like, yo, she uh she had perfect attendance in fifth grade. Nah, it's like, yo, in fifth grade when she got in trouble for doing X, Y, and Z. Let me tell you about that time. She yeah. snuck 14 men in the house and created a video that's like, yo, <laughs> yo, look at Katie. Hey. Yo, mom. Hey. Yo, mom. Hey. I told you what that was. <laughs> nah, for real, Romeo, you don't go through this? Nah, people don't talk about me. Oh, well, I guess I guess me and Katie are just ungrateful <laughs> and should count our blessings. You sure know how to make a sad moment worse. Damn. Oh, my God. This is the kind of energy you're going to be on today. We just got here, Romeo. Oh, oh my shit. God. We really do look like a before and after. (laughs) (laughs) No. Are you depressed? Take this pill. (laughs) You can look like this. Six, four, and black. (laughs) 
Yo, Rebecca got us on Twitter looking like a before and after. Yo, facts. Oh, man. Yo, I'm right? so bad. No. Right. no, I'm off that now. <laughs> I'm okay. Oh, it's going to be okay, brother. Just breathe. Yeah. Who's next? All right, Romeo. Yes, sir. We got a Mythbusters <laughs> that we need to figure out. All right. And I'm willing to dig into my pockets and fund it. Why are you laughing already? What the fuck? I'm just thinking of all the type of things it could be, but go ahead. No, it's nothing crazy. It's simple. It's actually really simple. So, y'all know how we don't have any, like, water bottles on the floor? It's just a water fountain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Someone told me one day. That's toilet water. (laughs) I don't know what mission Katie is on. (laughs) To inform people about everything that has to do with toilets. No, but but but, but that's I, not where I was going. I do agree with like. Oh, sorry. Why is every single water fountain next to the bathroom? Because that's where the water source is. It doesn't matter. You can put a pipe somewhere else. Like so, you know what I mean. Like that's why it's toilet water. Are you kidding me? You serious? The fuck do you care if when I'm flushing the toilet, if the seat is down, if you know I'm taking my ass around the corner and swallowing toilet water? What like what difference does it make if my toilet seat is up or down? You don't use the water fountain anymore. You use the filter water that we hey, have this over here. This is water fountain water right here. Oh, I thought you used the, the filter water that's over there. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. That one is not toilet water? No. Oh, you just talking about that water fountain. The, the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. literal oh, the water fountain. old school one. Yeah. yeah. That they wouldn't even let us use in 1940. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I would never use that one. <laughs> no. No, I don't use those. Y'all use those? No. Uh-uh. That's what I thought you were talking about. That's not toilet water, right? No, no, no. no, no. no. That's purified. You sure? It better be. Yeah, it's just a big-ass <laughs> blue jar. It better be. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It fills those up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Problem is, a couple of people have told me it's not good to refill water bottles because it does something to your brain cells. Huh? This is allegedly a fact that... Using plastic over and over mm. does something to your brain cells. Isn't that but when it's been exposed to the sun? Yeah, and the heat in a car. I don't know. That's the experiment. Because you can't drink hot water in a car. I want Romeo to only drink water from a refilled water bottle Why for me, two bro? weeks. Oh, no, huh? we don't. First of all, weed does something to your brain cells, so you're fine. You're fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. We're good. We're good. I'm not. I'm not. No. So then what's the no, problem? No, yeah, what's the problem? I have to know if this is true before I continue to do it. It's a plastic bottle. You imagine I get taller? <laughs> this is why you should try it. Or you shrink. See? You know? I can't do it. What do you think? No. Why not? Cut. I mean, it's good water, but I'm not doing it. Katie, you do it. Katie can't do it. I have sickle cell. Yep. <laughs> I already have hey, a disease. It has to Come be on you. Now. Trust me, I've thought about this, like, thoroughly. And I've come to the conclusion that you're the... <laughs> when does it stop? I thought we said no low blows. Too late. That's the second one. Ding. What in Ding. the fuck? That's a joke. Look, we're gonna get canceled for that. I don't feel Not welcome. Yet. <laughs> no, it's fuck the cancel culture. I'm. That was a shot. <laughs> Not you. I didn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just because you came third. It's not your talent. It's a hierarchy. Look at Romeo. All right, forget it. You know what? Forget you it. know what? I'm putting my two weeks notice. <laughs> Effectively, immediately. You said that two months ago. Shut up. You're still here, dummy. No one hears you anymore.
All right, we love you, Romeo. Look, he's really going to snap. All right. Yo, now nah, before I move on, though, like dead ass, between you and me, every once in the blue, enjoy your life. Trust me on this one. Just say some wild shit and just look at Kay's face. I promise you. Okay. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> look at her. She looks stressed. Oh my god! I am. <laughs> you look like look, like, how, look how tight she's holding on yeah, to the bike. Like when you, when, <laughs> you know when you're in a car with with a fucking terrible driver <laughs> and you're clenching your asshole the entire yeah, time. That's yeah. how you look right now. Whenever we start wilding, you look like how Romeo looked in the back when we almost crashed <laughs> that right. night. It's the same exact look. Who's next? This might sound crazy, but fuck it. I'm gonna just say it. It's kind of like my jokes. I never rehearse them. I just go on stage and whatever happens, happens. So I'm going to just see what happens as I tell this story. But I have a theory. I think there's a such thing as if you are somewhat in line with the universe, you can literally wake up and know you're about to have a bad day. Yes. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I've experienced bad days before, and it's just kind of like as you go through the day, you kind of like, man, this ain't really my day. Mm -hmm. But on Tuesday... Yesterday, actually, I had this like eerie feeling literally from the moment I woke up. I got great sleep, but I felt like I didn't sleep at all. Something was wrong. Something was off. You know what I mean? And the only other times in life I felt this, it was on weird days. Like it was um, uh, my best friend's birthday who passed away when I was younger. Days like that. This day, I was like, there's nothing special or particular about this day. It just felt off. So I go to work. I had what I would consider a horrible day at work. I just couldn't find my thoughts. I wasn't myself. It was weird. It was like no matter what I could do, I just couldn't find a way to be myself. Weird. Like something was holding me back from that, you know what I mean? From where I would normally get. Leave work. Bunch of little weird things happen. That's kind of just like, <laughs> all right, it's not my day. It could be big things from like, okay, that's a meeting I wasn't prepared to have. Or you just drop something and it breaks. Something small, right? Mm-hmm. So then somebody hits me like, yo, remember, we supposed to be going to this, uh, this restaurant today. So normally if I have these feelings, I try not to say out loud I'm having a bad day because then you just add into it. Right. I try to speak positivity into it. Like, nah, my day is fine. I'll be all right. Doesn't work. It doesn't matter. It's as if the universe is like, nah, this just not going to be a day. So I try to, like, go to sleep early if that's the case. I don't. I'm like, I don't even want to be outside. You know what I'm saying? It's like Final Destination shit. I'm not even going anywhere. My day is crazy. But I go because I wanted to keep my word. In getting there, I sent the address of the place we were supposed to meet at, and then I realized as soon as I pulled up, it was the wrong location. Damn. I was pissed. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say the place because I like the place, but this particular location of the place is not nearly as good as the other one. Mm -hmm. So I'm already mad. I get there. The waiter rolls her eyes at me from the jump. Because she said something, but she had a mask on. It was music loud. I couldn't hear her. So I think I said what she already said, and she gave me kind of like the, I just said that look. Hmm. I was like, okay, that's where we're going. Rest of the service was horrible, honestly. Like, the drinks was coming 30 minutes after we asked for them. We had to flag her down. There was a time when somebody even went to get her. She was on her phone. It was bad. It was just like everything was bad. The food wasn't the greatest. Orders was wrong. Everything went wrong. So I'm like, this is pretty clear that you can just know, like, this is just not going to be my day. Anything I try to do is going to fail. So much so that at the end of this restaurant trip, and this is only a piece of the day that I'm sharing, 
I'm not going to lie. I said to myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I never can do. I'm going to tip her 10%, maybe 15 That's hard for me to do. Like Damn. when someone's service yeah. is trash, yeah. it's hard for me to like leave a little 10 15%. But it's like, yo, I can't. I almost feel like if I give you 20 or more, then what did I really do for the people that went out their way and was busting their ass and killing it? Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to give you this 10 15% to balance out the world, right? right? But I always, like, fold and give 20 anyway. No. I was like, not today. Because mm. I'm having such a bad day that you're going to have a bad day, too. Mm. Y'all know what happened? It was already included. 22%. Yeah, damn. 22% gratuity. I've never even seen that. Yo, she put that joint down and was like, have a good day. Like, she knew what I was thinking. Damn. I couldn't even. I was like, yo, I just signed it and cried. <laughs> Give me Damn. my money back. She got me. Have y'all had a day like that? Like, do y'all have, have y'all ever had that feeling? Yeah. yeah. For real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just know. Yeah, it's just like this weird feeling where it's just like, and you, you try to shake it off, you know, because like I feel like a lot of times it's, it's one of those thoughts where it's just like, damn, if I keep thinking this, then it's going to happen. Exactly. And, it, and it's going to like grow and then like I'm going to make it become reality. But like it's exactly what you said, like no matter what you do, even if you try to avoid things or try not to do something, it always just goes the wrong way or it doesn't work in the in the direction that you want it to work. And, and like it just throws, it almost feels like you're just not yourself. That, that's the best way to describe it, where it's yeah. just kind of like, damn. You're just not yourself. Yeah, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, anything I do right now, it just doesn't work out. I feel like shit. I might end my life. It is what it is. Stop saying that, Romeo. If you <laughs> say it again, I swear to God. Yeah, stop saying it. <laughs> but I do get it, because I beat it. Sometimes I put logic on. I understand that song. Like, you know what song I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, yeah. That song yeah. is hard. I love that song. But I be feeling like that. It's weird. And I knew, I said to myself, I think I'm so out of it today. That I think I just text some dumb shit and didn't realize it. And I said to myself, nah, I can't be. Like, I was really out of my mind this day. Like, I ordered a laptop case on Amazon and a phone case. Bro, I didn't even bother to check, like, what size they were. <laughs> they is, both came too small. Is that what you had this morning? You saw me put that shit right back. <laughs> oh, no. Katie, I pulled my little 13-inch case out. For my 15-inch laptop? Yo, I think he bought, like, a case for his iPad. That's how small that shit was. <laughs> and I saw him open it, and he looked at it, and he was like, <sighs> yeah, and I immediately put it back in the bag and put it in his bag. <laughs> I'll put that shit right back. I've been on a low. I've been wasting my time. I was going to ask you about it, too. Bro, I just was buying shit. Like, how do you not look to see? Yo, I bought a, uh, I bought a phone case for an iPhone 13. I don't uh, even have that phone. Come on, bro. I was like, "Why well, I can't push the buttons? Because <laughs> the case fit, but the buttons was off. Oh, so this is how messed up I was, right? So then I thought to myself, I know I ain't do what I think I did, though, right? Uh-oh. I said, I think I did. I went back to check my little text that I sent Katie. Why well, I said some shit about you being at the Daddy Yankee concert? <laughs> Yo, I thought it was a joke. No, I thought that was a joke because I was going to respond. I was like, oh, not the Daddy Yankee concert, judges. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, no, I was dead no, ass. You, you meant that? No, I didn't mean it. <laughs> no, I meant you Bad meant Bunny. that. No, no, you meant but, Daddy Yankee. No, oh, no. I, thought, I thought she was making fun Racist. of Bad Bunny. <laughs> Yo, no, it was out of my mind. I was like, oh, haha, that's funny. Where are the judges? <laughs> That's not racist. I really Yo. thought you went to see. Because we were just making mommy Yankee jokes. 
And I <laughs> can't even want me to tell that part, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not gonna get me killed. Yeah, I know. Nah, like, but nah, like, yo. That's funny. So I was like, wait, why Katie ain't check me? She didn't even say shit. She was like, okay. I'm like, she know damn well. Ain't gonna see no I daddy really Yankee. thought that you was doing a joke because, like, when I first saw, it, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." I was about to say, "Not the daddy Yankee guy." I was like, "Nah, nah, he gets it. It's his joke." And then I just like moved past it. Yo, I was gonna pretend like it was a joke, and then I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna eat that." Yo, I had one of the worst days Yo. ever. Damn, and I am I'm, trying to go see Daddy Yankee though. Um, you didn't? Nah, he, oh. he's on his last <laughs> tour, bro. For real? He's retiring. All right, I couldn't go with you to Bad Bunny. I'll go with you to Daddy Yankee though. What's Dude, up? Bad Bunny was crazy. Yo, fam, ever since you mentioned Bad Bunny, I've been hearing this dude's music everywhere. When I went to the place I went to, that's all he played. Yep. Whole time. Then I left there, I got into a, a lift. Yep. All he was playing. He's dominating. He's the only Latin artist ever. Dominating. Damn. He surpassed Drake, bro. That's like a big accomplishment. That's because he has two worlds. What do you mean? Like the Latinos and the non-Latinos. Oh, It's like two, two realms. Right, you know? right, right. So, yeah. All right. Shout out to Daddy. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That was a joke. Shout out to Bad Bunny. Who's next? All right, speaking of shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Yo, out the gate. Shout out to Lil Duval. Simply because he's doing better from the accident, but... Oh, he made it out. He made it out. Children's health care of Atlanta. Children's health care of... Now, he went in Atlanta, of the Bahamas. Um, took care of him. And I'm shouting him out because we live in a time that's hard for comedians right now. I mean, it's it's super hard. Most of us don't even want to be comedians anymore. And I just like the fact that here's a comedian who went through a what could have been obviously life-ending incident, and he's still telling jokes. Like, I went online today, and he had he posted somebody's DM, and he was like, yo, my, my DMs are flooded with people sending me this, so I just wanted to show y'all. And I don't know if y'all remember this, but there was an article that went viral where they was like, there's a surgery. Oh, my God. Romeo spoke earlier about getting taller. I know it. I know the surgery, They too. can break your legs. Yeah. And <laughs> they inject the metal so people rocks. Exactly. And make you a little taller. Yeah. So people was hitting Lil Duval up like, yo, fam, your legs already broke. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, you halfway hey, there. But honestly, yeah, you might as well. You might as well. You might as well. You might as well. If both your joints broke, fuck it. I will come back 6'9. Boom. What size big Duval? <laughs> Where's the metal going? In your shins? That's not gonna look yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. Right. What do you mean? Why? Because he's gonna be all bottom, no top? Yeah. <laughs> so what? You 6'9. I mean, all you need is a jumper, a little turnaround. Nah. What you mean? Nah, I heard, I heard, I look, okay. I looked into the surgery. Don't ask me why. <laughs> we weren't we going to ask you why. I was like, no one was going to ask you why. I was like, wonder why. I was like 13 years old. If it could be in your shoulder, I mean. Yeah, right. Listen, I was, I was 13 years old. I was very insecure. And anyways, and, yeah. and what they do is they break your leg and they insert a metal rod in it. And then like every so, every so often, they they make that metal rod like stretch out so that your bone like as your bone is growing they extend it longer so that your bone continues to grow and grow and grow over the metal rod like a so, curtain rod kind of yeah yeah, yeah. so they extend hmm. the rod and then the your bone grows a little bit and then they extend it more and then it grows more and then it grows more but you can you can get to like 3 or 4 inches like it's not that much i mean 
But yeah. three, four inches is a good amount. Yeah. But I think like the, reco- all of that, but the recovery is like literally like nine months. That's a long time. And then you have to go to physical therapy and then you, you never run or walk or jump the same. So I, honestly, then, if we if we talking logistics here, what height is it worth it to do that? Because if you five three, is it worth it to be five six? No. If you five six, is it worth it to be five nine? Mm-mm. Nah. If you're five nine, is it worth it to be six two? So is it ever worth it? No. Nah. I don't know. Y'all tripping? Five nine to six one? I'm gonna give myself a tall bitch, and that's, climber. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the end of the story. Does it? <laughs> All right. Say less. Taking Romeo to the WNBA games hey. this season. Who's next? Yo, shout out to Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. AKA yes. The Rock. Ooh. I like what kind of animal which or whose pets? Is this where you're about to go? Yes. Okay. Yes, you want to go ahead. Tell it. Nah, no, no, no. No, no, tell us no, 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 no. Go ahead. Nah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh <laughs> so uh they were promoting the movie, uh Pets, whatever it's called or whatever, and it was Kevin Hart and The Rock. And uh, the interviewer asked him if you were a pet for a celebrity, what celebrity's pet would you like to be? Yep. No hesitation, no thought whatsoever. He said, Meg the Stallion. Facts. Boom. Boom. Now, <laughs> Romeo liked my choice. Because if it were me. <laughs> Chose Beyonce. It was easy for me. One, two, three. Now, not only did I choose Beyonce, but I didn't want to be a dog. Romeo, what did I want to be? A horse. You're fucking right. That's me. Katie, you saw be, me? He wanted to be the glass yeah, horse. that's real. You damn right I did. You saw how much action that horse got? What? I you mean, kidding me? Hello. That's not the point. We're here because I'm not mad at The Rock. I think what The Rock did was dope. That's energy. I like that. Mm-hmm. Never seen him really, like, come out of that, uh... Wholesome. Yeah. Like, I feel like he gave us a little swag there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I appreciated it. However, there was someone who didn't. <laughs> Party C. Yeah. Mm. You know who Party C is, Romeo? Corny. Is that his name? His party. Oh, we just call him Party. But... Oh, but I, I thought it was a play on Cardi B. All right. Y'all don't call him Party next door? No. Y'all don't call him Party all the time? <laughs> no. This is my party. I can cry Dude. if I want to. No. No, none of these. <laughs> party, party, party. Let's all get wasted. What else you got? What I'm else trying you got? to think of more. What else you got? I'm trying to think of more. He's like stretching. Romeo, help me out here. You nah, ain't got one. Yo, yo, bro. All right. Party done. Um, <laughs> party done. So party is Meg Thee Stallion's partner. Mm-hmm. Um, who we spoke about the last time that the women were really excited that he was able to pick her up. Okay. And he came out and said he threw, like, shade at the rock. A whole bunch of shade. I want to know how y'all feel about this because, for me, this was interesting for two reasons. For one, I told y'all last week, if I were Hove, this wouldn't bother me, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You would make the stallion. Like, men are going to fantasize and feel away, and we were mad at, well, not we. Some people were mad at Kevin Gates for saying what he said about Beyonce, knowing she's married. Now, Meg isn't married, but it's known that she's taken. Mm-hmm. And The Rock still said what he said. So my question is, do the same rules apply to him that were put on Kevin Gates? That's the first question. But my second question is, if Party struggled to defend Meg with Tory Lanez, what the fuck he think he going to do with The Rock? I'm just, I'm curious. Hey, hey, sit this one out. 
He right? Better, he better get picked up like Meg did. <laughs> the Rock yeah. gonna be like, come here, little Ladies, boy. Ladies, I thought that was impressive. <laughs> Wait till the Rock straddle that man. Katie, who's wrong? Party. He's corny, and at this point, I don't know why Meg's with him because that's corny behavior. Everything he said and how he came at the rock was really corny behavior. Like, you're a grown mm. man. Like, mm. you're a grown ass man. And you're going to come after who the rock's dating just because he said he wanted to be your woman's pet. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, are you not secure? You got muscles and shit, but on the inside, it's showing who you are. And that's a little boy. That's little boy behavior. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's a fact. Yeah, I think it's just, it's coming from insecurity. It's, I think he, like, you are also aware that. The Rock is probably like one degree of separation from Meg Thee Stallion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if if some random ass dude would have said this, he would have like given zero fucks, right? Oh, but it's because it's, it's The Rock. It's The Rock. Oh, you thinking like your girl is like? If anybody's oh, oh, that gonna can happen, if anybody's okay. gonna handle Meg, it's gonna be The Rock. All right. So that's why I've been thinking like, oh shit, like that's why I feel away. Yeah. You don't think he reacts if someone else said it? Nah. If Kevin Hart said it, you don't think it's the same? He would have laughed. Hmm, that's interesting. What you think, Katie? You agree with that? No, I agree. So Absolutely. His insecurity came out. You would be mad at him if you Meg. At party? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Because now show me who your yeah. who your true character is. Like it's you're corny. really you're really this bothered by it. This bothered by it that you decide to call out the Rock's girlfriend. Who she had nothing to do with this, bro. Oh, facts. Yeah, yeah, he went that far. It's I'm, nasty. I also feel like the Rock just said that as a joke too. Of course it was like, a joke. You know what I mean? Like like but it was, was it. Like, no, honest, that wasn't. Was it? We saw the Rock's face. Was he it? wants that. No, you don't think he wants to sniff that ass? I mean, for yeah. sure he wanted to be all, all right, up so in her lap. So you can't say it's a joke? Then. But at the same time, I also know that, like, this is, like, you obviously know the movie that you're promoting. You know the type of questions that's like, these people are going to ask you. So, like, a lot of these celebrities, they prepare their answers for a lot of these questions. So I'm sure that this is one of the questions that was already, like, given to them. And I'm pretty sure the Rock was just kind of like, this would be funny. And I It think, was funny. But at the same time, it did look like Kevin Hart was, like, like caught off guard because yeah, we ain't never the rock don't talk like that right so that's why i'm like mm, maybe the rock's it was- been dreaming about meg he's been dreaming about her yeah even he he, he won't him. he won't it i smelled what the rock was cooking okay mm. you heard mm. and he want to smell something else mm. <laughs> romeo know what time it is you know what time it is hey. with the rock you pebble mm. another one <laughs> <laughs> This is like the third that's, fucking love. Yo, I'm about to leave. That's not Romeo Pebble Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I swear I don't like. It just happens, bro. Like you are just built for a nickname. I swear to you. It just happens. You don't want to be Pebble. Alright. If you smell what the Pebble is cooking. Alright. No, but seriously. Katie, stop, because I'm trying to be serious. Okay, okay. If we're oh, going no. to be, <laughs> if we're going to nitpick, what's the difference between what The Rock did and what Kevin Gates did? Mm. The Rock was respectful. Kevin Gates said he wanted to put his dick all up in Beyonce and wanted the queen to piss, and, and, and he wanted to piss, and someone would piss in dicks. No, 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 no. That was disrespectful, Kevin motherfucking Gates. Now, The Rock just said, I just want to be Make the Stallion's pet. That's it. That's all he said. And he didn't go into details why. He's like, we don't need to go into details why. Now, that's a grown man. I ain't going to tell you why because you already know why. Mm. Look at my pecs. Kevin Gates mm. said dick and piss about our queen. Well, when you put it like that, I think she has a point. But before we go, it's a party. It's a party. <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't worry about it. Who's next? Yo, shout out to Taylor Swift. Woo.
Yo, no, but here's why. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, you have I, to. Yeah, I don't want to mess with their fan base either. I have actually. to. I have to. Yeah, we have to get on their good side. Yeah, Katie, she, she Taylor Swift somebody. Oh, yeah, three LW. Have y'all seen this? No. I heard about it briefly, but I didn't go into details and click on the article. Yeah, I didn't either. So I don't know any details about the article. All I know is... Great. Next. <laughs> Taylor Swift was like, yo, bro, but I'm just I'm, I'm just saying this to say there's irony. Because we talk about irony on In The Moment. In mm. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swifting 3LW. Because she said before they used her sample, mm. she had no idea who they were. Mm. And I just felt like it's kind of what Kanye did. It's in the ballpark. It's not exactly the same, but it's in the ballpark, right? Yo, I know they had a moment, but before that, yo, who the fuck are they? That's what Taylor did. Before they did what? So in a sworn declaration filed on Monday, apparently Taylor Swift defended herself as the sole writer of her 2014 hit Shake It Off in response to a lawsuit claiming that she plagiarized some of the lyrics from 3LW's hit back in the day, Play Is Gonna Play. All right, so let's listen to both of them. And see what we think. So based off of that, I really don't think there's a case as much as I wish there wish there was. Not even gonna lie to you. There's not. Like, cause Taylor Swift's version is the player's going to play, 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 and the hater's going to hate, hate, hate. 3OW's is a whole different version of player's going to play and player's going to hate. It's not even the same melody. It's not. It's almost like, see, now this is interesting because I do think uh, this falls in line with what Romeo was saying last week. I'm telling you. Now, I don't think you had a leg to stand on. Bro, I'm going to find that TikTok. With Beyonce, no. I didn't hear it. Right. As far as, like, we're out of rhythm and tunes. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think you can hear something and then make it something else. That's not really plagiarizing. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't even know that Taylor Swift even heard that song. I wouldn't be shocked if she didn't. Right. But even if she did, and then she got that and then turned it into that, I don't think you got nothing. Mm-mm. Right. What do you think? I agree. Yeah, there's nothing there? <laughs> nah. All right, no shade, no heat, no nothing. Mm-mm. Cool. Swifties can live. Who's next? Shout out to Shorty Ghost. Who? Shorty Ghost. Ghost. Shorty, Shorty Ghost where? Where does where Shorty go? Nah, she Ghost. Goes here, there. Like Casper. Like Boo. Oh. You heard? Yes, Ghost. Have y'all seen this video on Twitter? Of Shorty, like, it's a little... Oh, the ghost thing and that uh, little boy was the, squaring up. Romeo, you saw this? It's a little so on TikTok. There's a new wave where mothers are leaving, <laughs> traumatizing their kids. Yes, they're traumatizing their kids again. <laughs> Yo, some of you parents are wild. We got views, baby. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> Who cares if my kid is terrified and traumatized for the rest of his life? So long as I got three hundred thousand views on TikTok. Oh my god! Oh, shit. But there's this one kid who mom leaves him in the bathroom. And then a ghost pops up in the background. And Romeo, I want you to tell me what you're watching. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so the mom walks out. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, the little kid just said, man, fuck this energy. (laughs) Yo, 
Yo, the kid wasn't scared at all. He just flipped the ghost off. How <laughs> gangster is this kid? But I chill. He was just standing but there. The cool. thing is, he was about to start fighting the, the ghost. The ghost filter. He threw hands at the ghost. Yeah. It was a ghost filter. He flipped the ghost off, like, all right. And then was super calm and threw like a little one, two, three. I don't that kid is gonna be somebody. Yeah, he threw a combo. That kid is gonna be something special. <laughs> it just goes to show you there's really nothing to be afraid of in life. It's all bullshit. Mm. Who's next? Last but not least, shout out to Noriega from Drink Champs. I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. All right. Bringing Noriega up for two reasons. Number one, I like Nori. Fun guy. Um, a lot of times I hear people say things like, you know, Noriega podcast, Joe Budden podcast, and all these other podcasts, and then they mention in a moment and they say, yo, these are my favorite podcasts. They're kind of in the same class of podcasts, and mm-hmm. I appreciate it. It's a part of me who feels like, look at us. We're doing good things in the culture and the community. I appreciate it. There's also the other part of me that feels like we don't have guests. Mm. You want to bring a guest? Just want to put that out there. No. I just want to I just want to make it clear. <laughs> that what we do yeah. is oh. without guests. Yeah. We don't. Because those you are? Patty, oh. Patty LaBelle has never walked in here. I see what you mean. I see what you, you mean. You understand what I'm saying? We right, never, right. You know, we, you know, we, this they is can't just do us. it on their own. This is just us. Boom. 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 It's Magic. just us. Magic it's just baby. us. Like, you know what I mean? It's a little, obviously, it's a little easier when you got all of the greatest celebrities. Yeah, it's just us. Saucy. Don't, don't, don't compare us to them. That's all I'm saying. Saucy. Sauce it up, Romeo. Stir it up on him. Don't play with us. Other reason I brought him up is because he just got his license. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Did I you saw see this that? shit. He was like, I have, from New York? I've had like 27 yes. cars and this is my first time getting a license. I'm like, motherfucker, aren't you like 40 years old? Like just now getting a license? Facts. Facts. Like, and, and before everybody tries to get it off, I don't have a car. I have a license. Boys had a license. Oh, you do? Hell yeah. See, I hate this. I don't have a drive? car since I've moved to Atlanta. Oh I drove God, for bro. 16 years, bro. And all of the listeners like you, for Brother, some reason, think because I haven't drove in the last four years that I just have never drove a car. Dude, you're from New York, though. Yeah. Motherfuckers in New York get their licenses at like 30. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it, like, because there's no need. I know. There's no need. Like, it's one of the greatest cities for transporta- public transportation because yeah. it's accessible to everybody. And so it's great, the fact that you don't have to have a license. But I don't know if, if I would, being honest, if I get in a vehicle with you and you're driving, I don't know how comfortable I would be. You wouldn't go through what we went through when Katie was driving. I don't know that. You don't because don't that. that's the streets. <laughs> but. That's true. Not going with I've never been in an accident. Drove for 20 years. That's good. I know it's good. It's great. It's perfect, actually. But hell with y'all for trying to hate on me. But it doesn't bother me. In all honesty, like, I, the jokes is cool. I don't care. But no, I, I drove for many years. That's the reason I don't drive today. Because when I was in New York, I had a car. I didn't need it. I realized, like, yeah. I really don't need this. And it was a waste of money. So when I came to Atlanta and I realized, all right, I can get to work without a car. Fuck it. Right. What do I need a car for? And I'm New sure... York, Put that in me. Of, awesome. I think people even that don't need a car have to have one because it's just mm-hmm. you're programmed. You're helping the environment. That's facts, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You are literally helping the okay. environment. So in my pockets. Mm. Like seriously, think about it. No car note. Yeah. No maintenance. No insurance. No insurance. No gas. I ain't got to take people anywhere. Most of the time, when I go out, I mean, I'm drinking. What do I need to be driving for? Everything that you typically would use a car for, it's delivered to me. If I'm going to events, I have car service. My lift bills are probably, honestly, $200 a month, max. Damn, that's less than what you would probably be paying for a car. Fuck. Think yep. of way less, bro. Think about it. 300 I think, is the most I ever spend in a month oh, on a lift. Nah, you chilling. See my point? I'm like, hell with a car. But Nori just now getting his license and saying, yo, I'm on the road. Fam, he goes to work and gets drunk. 
That's Why start driving not, at this no. point? The no. name of your podcast is Drink Champs. You're a champion of drinking. Why how get a do, license at 60? But how do you buy a car? Aren't you supposed to have a license to buy a car? Or you can just buy a car? You can just buy a car. Yeah. You don't need a license. I mean, if you're buying it outright? Yeah. It depends on who you buy it from. I don't think these motherfuckers are, like, leasing their vehicles. Uh, you'd be surprised, my friend. Yeah. Oh. You'd be very surprised. I guess. Especially in Atlanta. Said too much. Moving on. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. And if I'm high, See Fat Joe call out Irv Gotti? For what? Um, for still talking about sleeping with Ashanti 20 years later. Oh, as he should. Yeah. Did y'all respect that? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. If so, he did, yeah. All right. I don't know how to feel about this. I'm glad y'all do because part of me felt like, all right, cool, call Irv out. Somebody needed to do it. But he called Irv out. He called Jai out, too, for saying, like, he was kind of just sitting there idle letting it happen. Called him corny, called him a sucker. That's fair. But Fat Joe is the same guy that in that versus, versus Ja Rule, was calling women dusty bitches. And it just felt to me like this is another grand example of somebody jumping online, utilizing their little platform to talk shit about somebody for doing something that's not far off from what they also have done in their own lives. And I wasn't sure if I respected it fully. If you just was on stage in public... Mm-hmm. Calling women dusty bitches Who the fuck are you to tell somebody How they should be speaking about women So it's like is Do this really be for clout Or are we really checking people out here Based off of morals and principle That's probably for clout then If he's if he said something out outlandish And wild like that before Then that's him just probably doing it for clout I feel like also like people Are so quick to judge others When, when other people are doing the same shit you're doing you know what I mean? Like, we're our own worst critics, right? That's my problem. So when, when you see somebody else doing the exact same thing that you're doing or, like, a similar thing that you're you're about to do or you're thinking or you're acting on, we are so quick to judge them, not realizing that we're also doing the same shit. And that's what I want people to do more of is look in the mirror before you point the finger. I'm not mad at Joe calling Irv out. At the same time, it just kind of felt... I don't want to say hypocritical, but just like you almost reaching out for a moment rather than really trying to check him. Because that especially, is genuine. Yeah, because Irv said they were friends. He's a fake friend. He said, I thought he was my friend. So if you my friend, guess how I'm checking you? Behind the Behind scenes. Close, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not checking you on my platform if it's something that's like that. Like if you did something to me, that's different. But if I can't, like you're going to check somebody like that, I don't even think we checking each other from a genuine place anymore. It's more for clout, and I, I yeah. thought it was corny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who's next? We gotta talk about it. So it's, uh, it's an epic breakup. The Breakfast Club, as we know it, is over. So there was a tweet from Angela E last night that pretty much said that exact thing. The Breakfast Club, as you know it, is over. Mm-hmm. Which, when I read it, it led me to believe that she was leaving because she was the only one who said something. And you know, now I think we somewhat have the answers of what's really going on, which it appears she is going to do mid-afternoons on the same station in the fall on her own, have her own show. And I guess Envy and Charlemagne will figure out where they're going to go with the Breakfast Club from here and all of the people that are involved in the show. And I don't know if they'll bring on the third member, if they'll stay with just the two of them, but it appears as if the Breakfast Club, which is, I mean, it's been a staple in the hip-hop community for all these years, you can't deny that, 
Mm-hmm. So, what do y'all think about it? You know what I thought was interesting the uh, the amount of hate and like the amount of people that were like excited for it to be over. That shocked me too. Because I, I I thought that was like damn like as people like we don't ever really like it's what we you talked about in in a podcast before we like we we are so hard on ourselves and that we we don't support each other. See you what know? I'm saying? Yeah. Prime example. I mean, here we are in a market where you could easily consider them competition. Mm-hmm. And as much as I'll get on here and joke and say, let's start podcast wars, you know, in all actuality, if I'm going to be real, you have to appreciate what they've done for the culture. Even yeah. if you don't like them, even if you don't like the way they did it, you you know, they've done a lot. They've, they've been pretty consistent in this culture for a while. And... Do I think we we would bust their ass in a pod off or radio off? Yes, 100%. The day has moved on. It's the lunch club. Mm. We in here. At the same time, I'm not a hater. Right. I, I, didn't, I didn't feel the need to be excited about knowing that the end of that chapter is there because they ain't no threat to me. I don't feel nothing. I do me, they do them. But it's just like, bro, I watched that, a lot of those comments, like you said, and honestly... It gave me perspective. Mm-hmm. Got a bit of a reality check because there were so many people online creating narratives, diving into all of the reasons they believe that this breakup happened, not knowing anything about these people, about the business of the Breakfast Club or what was really going on. They just out here just spewing all kinds of narratives and negativity and don't know shit. And knowing a bit of what I know, from having worked there and knowing some of the people in the environment, I'll keep most of that to myself. But the things that are already in the public obviously are people thinking that they're jealous of Charlemagne's success. This happened over the Gucci situation when Charlemagne didn't necessarily defend ye. Who knows? I'm not going to do what these people do because I think it's corny and lame and weird. But what I do want to talk about because I was genuinely thinking about this. We saw what happened to Joe Budden's podcast. Mm-hmm. Became a really big podcast. It was Friends, right? They split. Desus and Mero, Friends. Two dudes from practically nothing. They tell you their story from nothing. They get together and build a bit of an empire. They split. The Breakfast Club. All these years. They split. When you look at Athletes, it's the same shit, right? Like, like the Warriors, that's, that's rare where you see everybody willing to put their egos aside and put whatever it is aside and say, hey, we have a dynasty here. Let's just keep this rocking, mm-hmm. right? Kobe, Shaq, that goes all the way back to as far as you can go. Look at R&B groups, Temptations, um, New Edition. List goes on. 3LW. <laughs> For real, though. Thank God for power. Right? They all split. So what is that, yo? Like, has anyone ever really took a deep dive into why it always seems as if you can have a tight unit and when the money starts to come, when the fame starts to come, it always seems as if, I don't know if it's ego, I don't know if it's pride, I don't know what it is, but they never seem to be able to work through their issues once the money and the spotlight has come the way they could before it was there. Mm. 
I truly wonder what the science is behind that. I think it's like what you said, that when people start to get money or in a position of power, the real versions of them is amplified. And so whatever they maybe were suppressing when they weren't in that position is now being amplified, and then it's conflicting with, you know, whatever that right. group has going on. And I always think like it's it, enhanced. Any group, there's always that one person that, like, puts out more or, you know, I think does more and then gets more recognition for it or, like, they just for some reason become more famous than the other members of the group. So, yeah, because sync. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They split. Right. Backstreet Boys split. Yep. Okay, that's because they put a whole bunch of You got Migos dudes. now splitting, Migos too. Migos split. B2K split. One Direction. Migos is still technically together on their page. If you go, like, to their social media pages, it's still all three of them. I mean, point still stands, though. Jackson 5 split. I mean, if you if you go through the groups over right. time, that's There's a fair one. point that there usually is always one. Right? And I just wondered. I just wonder why it seems like people can't keep the same energy of, like, yo, we built this when we had nothing, so now that we have something, like, why should it have to change? I just think about that often and wonder what that really means for us as a people. Because I would like to think that no matter what, if I started with you, I'm going to end with you. Jay-Z and Dame. I mean, as I'm telling this story, just more examples just continue to hit me. These people were great friends, apparently, before the money. So, you know, I've gotten a couple DMs about this already. You guys are blowing up and we love everything you do. You guys better keep this going. And don't let Romeo fuck it up. This is what they say. How they know it's going to be me? They don't. I just added that. Oh, because I think it's going to be me too. <laughs> so that's my next oh. question. <laughs> Shit. Who do y'all think, when in the moment, finally gets the recognition it deserves, is going to fuck up what we've built? Romeo thinks it's him. Tell us why, King. Um, You know, people going to love me more. They're going to pay me more. I believe that I'm the Justin Timberlake of this group. I believe that I'm the hairstyles of this group. I believe that I am JC of this group. I believe Jay who? JC. I heard <laughs> JC. Yeah, who's JC? <laughs> I heard JC. The battle rapper? I got, I got nervous. Oh, I, Jesus got nervous. Nah, I got nervous. <laughs> oh, you think you're Jesus? Oh. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Can continue, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, no. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I'm going to pop out <laughs> and leave y'all behind. My bad. Nah, um... No, I don't know. I don't think any of us would do it. Katie, what you think? Yeah. I don't know. You never know until you put in that position, so. I know, and that's the funny thing about it is <laughs> my homeboy did ask me this one day. He was like, you do know, like, it's going to come a day where they going to come at y'all with some contracts. They're going to have to work something out because y'all are too good. He's like, who do you really think is going to be the holdout? And I said to him, the fact that I think like that my mind immediately goes to Romeo. God damn it, I knew it. Like for real, like my mind <laughs> tells me Romeo is going to be the guy. That's what my mind tells me. But the fact that that seems to be such an easy choice mm -hmm. makes me think it's Katie. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because we, typically in life, it's not who you think it is. Right, it's the least unexpected person. Yeah. Life is fucking unpredictable, man. I do think Katie can fuck us it's over Katie. any day, any day for sure. Yo, She's she, already flaked on us so many times. That's a fact. It would be nothing to her. No, she bitch. would walk away. <laughs> you could give zero fucks about our birthday. What do you? What do you? What do you mean? Yo, is it you, bitch? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
the fuck? I would be offended if she wasn't offended. You know, so she should like, be offended. It's not you. I was thinking like, yo, because every movie, people would watch this in the moment movie, right? Mm-hmm. If it was a, and they would go, Romeo is gonna flip in the end, mm-hmm. right? Or, or or me, right, right, right. Or they think it definitely would be mm-hmm. most diva. He's like definitely gonna. This he's shit? gonna go crazy. He's gonna Joe Button this whole situation, mm-hmm. and it ends up being Katie. Boom. To that you say. If it ever came down to a time where it was me, like I said, you never know until you're put in that position. It wouldn't be for the fucking reasons that y'all was just listing off. All right, so what would it be? What we do? I don't know. There's a reason, though. You just said it. We ain't tell you that you looked amazing one day. Ooh. One day. Ooh. We dropped the ball. Oh. And all of a sudden, you're going to do us like this? Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> she can't wait. Yep. Oh, man. How we going to find another Katie, yo? Oh, no. We can't. Damn. Nah, Katie, you going to make us pay you more than a competitor? Yep. All right. <laughs> At least she's honest. <laughs> Moving on. All right. This shit going to be called in the Katie Mint by episode 130. <laughs> some changes going to happen. Who's next? All right, now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. And now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. This is the segment where Romeo gets excited for me to tell y'all why I might or might not be shit. All right. This might be me. Let's talk about it. It's always you. I know. What? I, y'all know, y'all, listen, it's no secret. Y'all know I'm different. Mm. I don't think like normal people. I don't understand what normal people do. I, I am my own person. I, I'm different. I accept that. I'm cool. I'd never understood talking about exes. I'll start there. It was never my game. If I meet you mm-hmm. and I'm interested in you and I'm getting to know you, I'm just not interested in anything that happened with you and your exes. Right. I don't want to know. I think it's a bit uncomfortable when I meet a woman and she's talking to me about her ex. Mm-hmm. And I know some people see it as normal. It's like, well, sometimes you're just telling your experiences. And I feel like, well, maybe there should be ways that you can tell your experiences to me without bringing up the exact experiences you had with your ex. I'm mm-hmm. just, no disrespect, I'm just not interested does nothing for me. I don't care. I don't care about the good times, the bad times, the in-between times. In my, in my eyes, your life started when you met me. That's fair. I am cool so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I could be like you. Because there was one time, long time ago, where I did like this woman, but I stopped talking to her because it just felt like every conversation, her ex came up a time or two. Mm. It wasn't, like, overwhelming, but it was just like, are you still there? One too many. It was just one too many. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't talk about my exes. I don't. There's no disrespect to them. I, I wish them all the best, but it's just like when I'm gone, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm creating new memories, new experiences. Like it's over. It's over. Like okay, if you ask me a specific question about one of my exes or my past relationship, then I got you. But I'm not going to just be like, yo, one day I was in the Bahamas, and like that's weird to me. Like, right. why do you think the new person? that's interested in you, cares about what you did in the Bahamas with your ex. And people will say, well, it's a jealousy or an insecurity thing. It's like, no, I'm genuinely not interested. So I'll start there. Here's what y'all tell me if I ain't shit. I had a conversation one day. And I'm going to utilize this story because maybe there's someone else out there who's going through it and can explain it to me from a different point of view, especially you, Katie, as a woman. So put yourself in this situation because this story has just came to my mind the other day. Imagine this. You're talking to someone you used to talk to. 
Y'all used to be together. Cool, right? When y'all were together, for whatever reason, you could completely be at fault for it. So let's just say it's me. And I'm talking to a girl I used to talk to. Mm-hmm. We broke up because she used to always talk about other girls. For whatever reason. Right, wrong, indifferent, justified, doesn't matter. That was always the case. Mm-hmm. If we talk again, and we're not together anymore, and it's just a kind of checkup conversation. Yo, how you been? Yo, I'm cool. How you been? Oh, I'm cool. What's going on with you? How's your life? I am the kind of person that if you bring up women, because I this happens, I think, a lot. And it used to happen to me where in my mind, it's like when you call me, even though we're not together anymore, somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm like, when does the conversation come up of what I'm doing now? Mm. Who I've dated? Mm. Where I've been? Who I've, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I was forced to have those conversations with you when we were together right. because obviously you don't have a choice. But now that we're not together, why do I want to talk to you about other women? Why does that always have to be a topic of discussion? Why can't we just have one conversation? I'm not saying everyone, but at least one, where we don't have to discuss each other's dating lives. We can just simply talk to each other about how are you doing? Mm -hmm. How's work? How's your family? How's your mental health? You know what I mean? Is there anything you need? Things like that. So in my mind, I'm like, at some point, I'm playing this conversation mad cool. Because at some point, I already know. It's going to come up. The main event is going to happen. So you know how you kind of waiting for that moment to the point where you almost can't even be yourself because you know that moment is going to come. So you don't even want to allow yourself to get happy. Right, right. About right. the fact that you're talking to this person. Like, right. Just get it over with. Just get to it already. So the conversation flows and you kind of just going along with however it goes. And then boom. So you're dating. So if my mind immediately goes to... Why does this even matter? Because if I tell you yes, you're going to want to know. The- Why? How long? Where'd you meet? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going to want to know things I don't want to get into. And if I tell you no, you're going to call me a liar. Mm-hmm. Right? And then oh. I have to explain to you why I'm lying. What's the win here? So if the answer is no, I'm cooling. Well, why are you not dating? What does it matter? So here's where I wish people would be honest and say things like it matters because I'm trying to see where you at. Where you at. I want to know if I'm, you know what I mean? If I still, but if you say something to the extent of, oh, I'm just nosy, mm. am I wrong for feeling like I'm not having this conversation? No. We had to talk about members of the opposite sex while we were together. Why the hell we got to do it while we're not together? Why is this even in, like, in the top of your mind? Like, is that wrong to feel like I don't want to do that? No, especially if you're not together. That's, there's nothing wrong about it. I don't have to sit here and answer any of your questions like, why does it matter to you? It doesn't matter to me. Let's move on from that. Well, it matters to them, I think, uh, from from the person the person asking, because I think that they they still have feelings for you, mm. so they still care about you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they want to ask those questions because they want to see, like, do I still have a chance with this guy? Do I still have a chance with this person? You know what I mean? So but- in knowing that, mm-hmm. if you're the guy. You're in that situation, and you do know that. Because I know that, too, right? A lot of guys don't know that. They they don't realize that sometimes a woman is one-upping them, and she getting the information she needs. He don't even know what's happening. But right. when you're the guy who knows what's going on here, how do you approach that situation? Do you give her what she's looking for and say, I'll just... I think it depends on if you care for, for what they think or not. Like, if you care about... Because I do think that if you share the fact that you are dating and you're, like, out there and about, 
it's gonna hurt their feelings because obviously they're, they're asking for a fucking reason like they're not just asking because they're your friends and they want to know like how your love life is doing and if you're happy or whatever no they want to know because they're nosy mm-hmm. and they want to know like like yo i was your lover and i don't want to ha- know but i also want to know if you have a lover or not you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like i don't want to know but at the same time like tell me right so that's I toxic feel- Oh, very, very. Because mm-hmm. it's exactly what you're saying. If you're already broken up and you're just two people who had a thing and you're just communicating and having a conversation, it is none of your business what the other person is doing. It's really not. But the toxicness in it is the fact that you're asking and you're being like, hey, so like, how's your love diet? How's your love life? How are you dating? Are you going out? So I think that like it's the feelings that that person still has for you. That gets them to, it's like what, curiosity killed a cat. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, they don't want to know the answer to it, but that curiosity to it is killing them more than anything else. So they have to ask that question as much as of how uncomfortable the answer is going to be or not. And I say that because I feel like I'm the type of person that would have asked that question. And I'm glad. I'm happy because that's what I'm trying to gain an understanding of. And, and, I'm, and you're helping because the way my mind works, right? First of all, I respect you if you come and you say that. Like, if I do, if I'm at that place where I'm like, yo, are you dating? And she says to me, you know, she want to play the game. Well, why do you want to know? Like, I would be honest because I'm trying to see where I stand. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to see. If, but if you come with the game of like, oh, I'm just nosy. I don't really care. Then don't ask. Exactly. Yeah, what yeah. is even the point? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand it because what is it going to really do for me? That's what I think to myself before I ask these kind of questions. If I do ask her. Yo, you sleeping with somebody and she says yes. What have I done for me? You hurt yourself. I, like, I, I don't even get it. And yeah. I'm the type of person, I'm going to hurt your feelings. Because I was put in this situation. <laughs> Fuck. I, Katie, what you, your word? Yeah. Like when your exes be like, yo, you, what you say? I, I hurt homegirl's feelings. So like, basically, I had ran into a woman that I used to date. And when I ran into her, she wanted to catch up and chit chat. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I'm down to chit chat and, you know, how's life and stuff like that. And she's like... So, have you been dating and stuff like that? I was like, yeah. Um, I I did, you know, go back out here in the field and stuff. She's like, well, whoever you dated after me, did, you, did y'all have sex? Did y'all, like, she was, like, trying oh, to. Oh, that's a lot of questions. No, nah, she lot. was asking questions. I was like, yeah, we did. What's up? Oh, you. So, then <laughs> she. gangster, yo. That's what I be wanting to do. Dang. So... But, Romeo, you ever have it in the back of your mind, like, I want to tell her the truth, but I might like her again in the future? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I want another job. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Good, good. It's because this is a woman that I refuse to have sex with. You was done. And mm. so she wanted to know how I had sex with someone after her because when we were dating, I didn't want to cross that line with her because I didn't think she was worthy. Mm. So I was basically like, yeah, you we can, did. She asked for details? Nah, she didn't ask for details because after, after I told her that, then she was like, well, what did I do wrong? Then she started asking questions like, where did I go wrong when we were dating? Stuff like that. I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Damn. Just know that you know it was more on a me thing type of thing and we just weren't Mm. gonna work all right so let me ask you this because i get excited when i come up with questions for you to like gain a better understanding in situations like this what is a woman's way of asking a woman about a woman that is the equivalent to when a man wants to know too much information like what's the question men always ask that they should never fucking ask think about it romeo What's the most toxic question that men always ask? <laughs> you know what it is, bro. No, I, I don't. know what it is. Yes, Come you do. On. Yes, you do. I'm not toxic. What is it? Yo, what? Bro. No, what is it? Was his dick was bigger be- than mine? Yeah, was he better? <laughs> was he better than me? That's the one. 
You shouldn't. I have never asked that in my life. Cause why do you even want to know the answer to that? Right, right, right. No, I've never asked that in my life. Yo, but mad men ask that question. Really? Oh my. What? Yes. I don't need to know. I, I had a woman just straight up ask me. Not like you. what? So what's the woman she, equivalent? I don't. I don't know because I don't think this is what is she it? asked me. I don't think there's a standard with women across the board. But she straight up asked me. It's like. Was it just good sex? Was it good sex? She wanted to know if her the sex with her was, was better than her, was her it good tongue flick better. Like no, I'm like you. Be, like, I'm serious. I wonder if that's a thing. So there's women who just ask it like straight her up. finger work better than mine. Like you know what I mean, there's women who just ask straight up. Um, but in the scenario where that woman had asked me for her, just asking if I had sex was enough for her because I had never crossed that line with her. So she and I had never had sex, and so her figuring out if I had sex with a woman after her. Was enough to crush her. Heard more, yeah. Mm, and that was it. Was done after that. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Crush like, the feelings. What else? What else you got to ask? Would you, are you <laughs> crushing her feelings in that situation? Or are you holding back? I think I will hold back. I think men are programmed to lie in these situations. If okay, I said too much. I, I said, Katie, I went too far. No, I'm leaving right. that in. Nah. <laughs> See, if she would have said it, she would have took that shit right out. Yeah, I know. Right. What the fuck? Yo, <laughs> fellas, I'll be wailing. My bad. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Who's next? Note of the week. I came on here and I said it. Mm. I don't remember what episode it was, but damn it, I said it. Y'all don't be wanting to give me my credit when I'm right. But there was a day. Came on this platform. Sacrificed. My entire life to tell y'all the truth, <laughs> like I do every week. Yeah. The pod okay. father is here. All right. Oh, y'all know what I said? No. No married person oh, is having the best sex of their life right. with the person that they're married to. Mm. Y'all remember? Y'all remember this? Yeah, we do. People didn't want to accept these truths. There were a lot of people in my DMs that were telling me I was a little too loud. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So, if you're listening to this right now, yes, you. Because <laughs> somebody's listening going, nah, that's them. He ain't talking to me, though. No. Mm-hmm. You. Hey. Everybody crash the car, bro. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> they mad. Oh, shit. <laughs> I want you to look at your partner in the face right now. Right now. And say, partner. Turn to your neighbor and say, partner. Partner. You not the best sex I've ever had. All right. <laughs> Come on, we're getting some true sound in these relationships tonight. Katie, what's that little sound they be hitting in the church? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Yo, I'm telling you. So I said this jokingly. Kind of. Because a part of me does believe that if you just follow simple logic, the majority of us are not going to marry the person we had the best sexual experience with. No, it's hard to believe. That's kind of whack. It is. When you really think about it, right? Kind of whack, yeah. Like, fam, your wife married you because you had all of the qualities that she needed in the man that she wanted to spend the rest of her life with. But boy... You ain't got the motion of the ocean, baby. Tyrone was damn. Hey. Okay. So I came across this article in the New York Post. The title is Nobody Marries Their Best Sex Ever. And it reads, This goes against the premise of every single romance novel, but you're not going to marry the best sex of your life. At least not if you're like most women. 
According to a recent study, less than half of wedded women married the person who was the best sex of their lives. 52% say it was an ex. 66% say they would rather read a book, watch a movie, or take a nap than sleep with their spouse. Amanda Chattel, a 33-year-old writer from the East Village, says, quote, with the men I've loved, the sex has been good, sometimes great, but never best. It's resulted in many orgasms and it was fun, but comparatively speaking, it didn't have that intensity that comes with the best sex. I knew the best sex partner I ever had in my life was temporary, and so the great sex was the best because the sex was the relationship. She adds, we didn't have to invest in anything else. I wrap it up with saying knowing something is in scarce supply enhances desire. And that's difficult to do in a marriage. You can't really tell your partner that you're going out for groceries and may never come back. Well, not if you want any semblance of the stability that generally defines marriages. So in other words, don't get married. So here's the thing, all right? If divorces are skyrocket through the roof, of course they're not having the best sex of their life because they're with someone they don't even want to be with in the first place. So don't get your ass married, and you're going to still have great sex, and you're going to still stay with your partner. Do Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, and you're going to have great sex and a lifetime partnership. Boom. So in other words, Katie, you just don't believe in... The institution of marriage? Yes. Yes. Oh, we are getting somewhere. agree. I mean, I've always felt this way, but y'all, have, y'all hold up, man. I was a whole truthful womanizer for feeling this way, and now here y'all come. Now, yo, yo, this is, nah, it is me. We, we've now learned from your this ways. Shit up. Now we've what? Learned, we've learned from you. All right, so you don't agree with the institution of marriage either? No. Since when? I never have. Marriage, marriage was cool at one point when you used to get land and power and money, and, like, you were doing shit to, like, like, you know most successful marriages are the ones that are, like, like um, what is it called? Arranged marriages. Arranged marriages are the most successful marriages in the world. Probably because at that point you feel like you, this has to work. Yeah. You just have to do it. Exactly. Yeah. This whole idea of, oh, we're in love and we're going to like fall in love. And we're going to sign a paper and that means I love you way more than anything else. Like, no, it does not. It's not real. It's, it's not. not a reality. It yo. doesn't change anything. I've always said this. It doesn't matter. Like you only get married when you're gaining something. And honestly, if you want to do it for tax purposes, that's a good, you're gaining something. So- can we really talk then? Can yeah. we pod? Yeah. yeah. Pod father, let's go. Let's, listen, I was thinking about this to myself earlier today. You know why I think I've always been a weirdo to everybody around me? No. I don't feel like I'm programmed. Are people programmed? Yes, society yeah. has programmed Like people. they walk around genuinely mentally programmed off of whatever society has taught them. So much so that when you are single, people say things to you like, Why? As if being single is some kind of fucking disease when I have literally watched 90% of the men I know right now be miserable mm-hmm. in marriages. Mm-hmm. The divorce rate is 60%. Mm. I'm, I'm literally the guy who gets the calls from the people in these marriages and relationships and listen to them vent about how horrible it is. <laughs> we evolve every day, or at least you should. Right. Imagine how much you evolve in a decade. Mm-hmm. Imagine in two. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow we have walked around believing that if you do not 
successfully be with the same person for 40, 50 years, then you are a failure. That doesn't logically make sense to me. But people are programmed to believe that if you don't get married, have kids, have the successful family, be with one person all these years, you're a failure. Well, that was, that's, that's like I think my issue was like one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to move out from, from my house, like from my parents' house. Because I'm, I'm starting to realize like, yo, I have my own individual thoughts. I, I see certain things a certain way. I see love a certain way. I see marriage a certain way. And like for the longest time, I grew up with the idea of, wow, my parents were like in their early 20s when they fell in love. They had me. They've been together for like, I don't know, like 20 years or some shit like that. So it's like they've been together for so long to the point where it's just like I wanted to have that as well. All my cousins are literally married to their high school sweethearts till this day. You know what I mean? So it's like you're I'm surrounded by people who have been together their entire almost their entire fucking life. Mm-hmm. And so like to me, I was I almost felt like I was programmed to be to think that way. To think that that in that That's mindset of, to go. of like I'm supposed to be in love right now. I'm supposed to be married right now. I'm supposed to have a family. I'm supposed to be looking at like getting a house, building a family, and like I'm 25 years old. I feel late as fuck. And like the the idea of growing up and thinking like by the time I'm 30, I'm gonna have two kids. I'm gonna have a house. I'm gonna have two cars, two dogs. And it's like you grow up and then you realize like holy shit, it's different. And I think it's it's a little. It might be a little different with like the Latin community as well. Because we're so, like, it is literally, like, one of my cousins could not move out of the house until she got married. Like, she had to get married first in order to move out. Those traditions and that that's stem like a, from, That's what I'm saying. saying. And, it's a, and it's an old school tradition from our country where it's like, you don't move out until you're married. And, you, and then once you're married, you move out. And, and if you don't do that, you're not a success. You're a failure. Much, pretty much. You're a bad person. Yes. That's the way we are programmed, yo, and it makes zero sense That's when what, somebody like, finally stops and says, wait a minute. Yeah. Something's wrong here. Yeah. Like, I, I think I used to feel really guilty about the idea of moving out of my parents' house. Like, the thought of, like, oh, if I move out, I'm wasting my money on, like, paying somebody else's rent or whatever. But it's just like, no, I'm doing it for myself and realizing that, like, I want to become my own product and not whatever ideas they have. They had, they implemented on me and thinking, like, oh, Marriage is just one thing. And, like, I have, I mean, I have people in my family who are not happy in their marriages and they stick through it because that's all they know. Mm-hmm. They don't know the, the idea of divorce and separation and finding, like, their own true happiness. They don't know that. So they literally stuck in misery their entire fucking life because they think that we are married. We have to get through this. You pardon now. Because we never want to admit that. But I know a lot of older couples who, yeah, they making it look good on paper. But in reality... They can't stand each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it's been that way 20 years. But they come from a generation where that's what you did. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of women stuck it out in a lot of relationships where they should not have. And nowadays, I think the tides are turning a little bit in that I know a lot more men who are unhappy than I've ever known in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like growing up, it used to be the women. Mm-hmm. Unhappy. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I'm starting to realize that there are men who are saying if I leave... Then I immediately become the father who's not there. I can't really be in control of what's happening with my kids. I can't really be around like I need to. I'm going to miss a lot of the moments because you can't leave with your child. Mm-hmm. So it's not talked about a lot because if we're being honest, most of the time the world don't give a shit what men go through. Right. And I try my best not to turn a lot of the podcast into a man's thing, but I do know a lot of male figures 
who are in situations right now where they are extremely miserable, but they are staying for their kid because they don't want their child to grow up. And then they were an absent father, like what they experienced. And it breaks my heart because I'm like, that shit is like programmed in us to where if you are not living a certain way, something's wrong. Like, I wish I could go to a charity event. That's for kids. Or for anyone. And I didn't have to deal with somebody pulling a phone out and telling me that this is my daughter and I feel like y'all would be great together. I don't want to go through that. <laughs> like, for real, yo. Like, like I like every event I go to, this is like five or six people doing this. I promise you, I'm like being, I'm not dying from being single. I'm fine. I'm so good. Like, I, I want to start, like, walking around with a meme that says divorce is okay and then, like, giving it to married people. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look. Look at what you could have. You know what I'm saying? But, because that's what it's like. Like, what are you doing? No, but this is so funny to me because I feel like this is kind of like a fear of mine of the, the idea of, like, being single in my 30s. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. You're afraid my- of being me, but you dress like me. It's weird. Well, <laughs> hey. hey. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw him spider man me. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. No, no, no. But like, I think I've, I, for some reason, have had this thought of, damn, like, what if I were to become single and, like, I'm closer to, like, getting in my 30s or whatever, and for some reason I become single, like, it's always been a fear of, like, damn, like, that feels, in my mind, like, very old to be single and to, like, be out in the world. But I really do, like, when I analyze that situation, it really goes back to, what I'm surrounded by. And I'm surrounded by people who have been together almost their entire life. Mm. So for me, it almost feels like I'm failing at love and in a relationship when everybody around me has been with their, like, high school sweethearts. Like, literally, like, I have, like, all my cousins are literally married to their high school sweethearts. So, like, they, they've been together for 10 years plus. You know what I mean? So, like, they've grown up together and they they have, like, their families, they have their houses, they have this and that. And so it's just, like, I look at from my perspective of like, holy shit, like that is the most terrifying thought. But it like there's really no fear in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I there, do. Like there's no I know exactly what you mean, actually. There's there shouldn't be no fear, but no. for some reason Zero. I feel the fear of like, am I gonna die alone? Because society will do that to you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. When, when no actuality is like if you think about it, technically, if you wanna be technical, all of us are born alone and all of us die alone. Right? Mm-hmm. And you think of the notebook, great movie. And you know they all you know one died and the other one died and it's like right together and we together. That's a great story. In reality, that didn't always happen. And I had these same thoughts you have at some point of going into my thirties of damn. I thought I would have the three kids, the picket fence, the whole American dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I remember, bro, having this thought, random ass place one day. I'll never forget this. And older white guy, probably in his. If I had to guess, I'd say, like, early 70s. He came up to me, and uh, he was like, man, I'm just here. You know, my wife owns the place, and every once in a while, I just come and check it out. And um, he said, you sitting over here by yourself. Why? And I was just like, I, this is kind of like what I do. You know, whenever I go out, I just be needing moments to myself. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, oh, you remind me so much of myself. And I started talking to him, and I was like, yeah, you know, I was, you know, he's laughing, and I was like, man... I just kind of do that a lot. And he was like, do you contemplate life when you do that? And I said, all the time, sir. And he was like, 
What do you think about? And I told him, I said, my goals, my dreams, my aspirations, things I want to do, my family, da-da-da. And he was like, well, what are you afraid of? And I said, I'm not really much afraid of anything. He said, that's not true. Everybody's afraid of something. Dig deep and tell me what you're afraid of. And then I said, if I'm afraid of anything, I guess it would be like not fulfilling my purpose in this in this world. Like, where I, was I supposed to have kids? Was I supposed to blah, blah, blah? And he said, man, listen, everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. And if no one my age has ever told you that, let me be the first to. And he said, in regards to you wanting to always be alone, that's normal. He said, what everybody else experiences in this world of always needing someone to fulfill them, to complete them, that's not the normal part. Because you come into this world alone, you leave alone. He said, I've been married for 40 plus years. And he said, and I'm never leaving my wife. She's here right now. I love her. Period. That'll never change. But if I'm being completely honest with you, when I look back on my life, me and my wife separated three times, and before her I had a life. My happiest years have been when she wasn't around. Take those words and do what them what you will. And he walked away. Just like that. It's okay. Two things can be true, like we talk about. Loves his wife, but never leave his wife. Seemed like a really great guy. I saw him leave with his wife, held her hand, got in the car. He probably will never tell her that. But he took the time to let me know, hey, bro, it's all good. Even right. when you do find the one and you spend all those years with her. Not rainbows and butterflies. Hey, bro, you're going to look back on these times and go, woo. I need five minutes by myself. There you go. <laughs> so there's blessings in it all. I've never... I've always thought that people who live by a timeline are stupid. I mean, like they're not stupid, but the, right, the timeline right. is stupid. Because I, I, I was never, I was never raised I'm right to. Here, bro. Like, I was never raised to, you know, conform to those norms that society puts. Like, no, it is what it is. My journey is my journey. Like, why am I going to put a timeline on my life and who I want to be with? What's going to happen is going to happen, and either I'm going to be happy with how it happens and how it turns out, or not. So, people who stick in a relationship for the kids, that's stupid. Whatever happens with the kids is going to happen regardless. It's damaged either way. Like, get out of that relationship. Stop staying in there for the kids. Okay? The kids going to be fine. Leave. Right now. Get out. Mm. Go. All right? Mm -hmm. Trauma's already there, probably, if you're already arguing in the household. It's probably worse with you being together than not being together mm. for the kids. People don't like to think about that. Um, my friends who always like, I have a timeline. I want to have kids by this time. And da -da -da -da. When you have a timeline like that, that means you're going to accept any bullshit that comes your way because you're so focused on your timeline instead of the quality of whoever's coming into your life. You're going to take some fake shit, yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when you do also have a timeline, you forget about your happiness because you're so focused on this that you're not enjoying life. You're just living to live by this time frame instead of living for you. And that's annoying. And I think that that's why all these people are in the marriages with their not great sex partners. 100%. Because they have this timeline in their mind and they just think, I'm with this great person. He provides all these great qualities, even though he may lack this one thing or another. Look, I can make it I can make it work. I'm happy and blah, blah, blah. And I think that that's why marriages no, fail so that's part of it. Quick. I don't think that's I think all it, of it. Yeah, I think that's, that's only 30%. part of it. That's only part of it. Okay. I think a lot of people are just in unhappy marriages in general, too. Period. And that's yeah, also why they have attractions. I, I think it's a lot of reasons. One of them is I think you outgrow some shit. Sometimes you just outgrow right. the person you're with, yo. You're not the same person in your 20s as you are in your 30s, as you are in your 40s, as you are in your 50s. And we have built this society where it's not okay to leave. It's not okay to say, I've been with you for 20 years. 
I love you, but I'm a different dude. You're a different woman. And just maybe we might actually be better off exploring life and living a little bit. That's, we've made that weird when that should be literally human nature. I also think there is something to what this article said of most of us, if not all, have been in relationships where sex was it. That was the main event. That was the highlight. Let's keep mm-hmm. it a buck in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You weren't getting much outside of this person. You weren't going to have the best conversations. Right. You weren't going to be able to look at them and feel like you could completely be yourself and be comfortable. Mm. You may not have saw them as the best mother, the best father, the best partner, period. But the sex? Damn, they can suck some dick. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to talk like this. We parting. So, of course... When you get married and you see all the other things, like, oh, this person is that, you know, sex might not be their, like, greatest characteristic or attribute. Right. But you marry them because they got all the other shit. Mm. And all that other person had was what, Romeo? Good day. Yeah. (laughs) So should a man feel a way about that, knowing that he's the eighty? She married you because that other dude was only the 20. All he had on you. Good day. Yeah. <laughs> but Katie took me somewhere else. We talk about strikes against us. Everything is somewhat of a gift and a curse, right? Mm-hmm. So are there pluses here? Like, here's what I mean. Being black, being brown is a strike. However, everything is about perspective, right? Follow me. I was on a train one day. Mm-hmm. Subway, New York City. Random guy comes up to me, and he was like, what's up, man? How you doing? I was like, I'm cool. Starts talking to me. He's annoying me at first. I don't want to talk. It's New York. We don't talk on the subway. It's weird. What are you doing? Eventually, he opened me up. He's funny. Pause. But he was funny. So I started talking to him. I told him, hey, man, I got this little thing in Atlanta. I don't know if I'm going to go. Hey, go! So he said, what are you thinking about it for? You going to stay here? Yeah, man. Maybe. For what? You don't take your ass to Atlanta? Random ass dude. All right, bet. What about you? You ain't got no goals, no dreams. Like, why are you here? Man, I'm cool. He's like, a guy like you, look as good as you look, funny as you are, man, you should be in Atlanta. Me? It's perfect for me. So I'm kind of like laughing like, why, why, bro? Like, you ain't no different than me. What you mean it's perfect for you? He said, look, bro, you know why I ride the subway to work? I said, nah, man. He said, do you like riding the subway to work? I said, I hate this shit. He said, you got the wrong mentality, young brother. So everybody out here got their little fancy-ass car, in traffic, got to get gas, stop and go. You in control all the time, paying attention, focus. You know what the subway feels like to me? I said, what? He says, AC, it's cool in here. My hours, I get a seat. The door is open for me. I don't have to do it. It's automatic. I read a book. I'm chilling. I ain't got to worry about traffic. I ain't got to worry about nobody pulling me over. I ain't got to worry about being racially profiled. I'm cooling, man. I get to catch up on my little stories and go to work. What the hell is wrong with this? That shit fucked me up because I had a whole different experience of what the train was like. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he said on top of all of that, this New York, you get a free story every day. Somebody fighting in this corner. They arguing in this corner. Homeboy masturbating over there. They're heavy. (laughs) Like, like, Like his perspective of it was like, Damn, it, it's kind of remind me of when I went through a toll booth one time and homie was just in the toll booth, like, dancing, like Chris Browning in the toll booth. <laughs> and I was like, yo, you good? He was like, I'm great. 
have a good day. And I was like, yo, <laughs> like, you know how angry I would be if I was working in a Tobo? No. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would hate life. But when you meet people like this, it's like perspective is everything, right? Right. So as much as we talk about strikes against us, and I just listened to what Katie said about you looked at your friends and you was like, nah, y'all going off of society standards. Bop, 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 bop. Y'all can't even survive without that. Bop, this is easy. Do you think maybe just a part of that was so easy for you because you was already in rebellious mode from having to deal with being gay? No. I mean, I could see how that could, hmm. You see what I'm saying? Possibly connect, but there's still a whole thing about being married and still having a family, even if you're gay, you know? You there's, still get that energy? There's still that, yeah. But, but it's, something it's, in you makes it easy for you to go, fuck that, I don't care. So? Yeah, it's true. Something. Because I already don't care about what society thinks about me. And your friends, your friends don't have that like you do. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? As much mm-hmm. as we talk about being black and being gay as being a strike, shit, maybe it is a little bit of an advantage there because you already got shit against you. So you kind of find it a little easier to go, eh, fuck it. True. You know? Something to think about. Who's next? Moment of the week. You got a cup of shit. Y'all ready cup for this? of shit? This moment of the week is called You Got a Cup of Shit. Okay. Cup All of right. shit. You're in the bathroom. First date. First date? First date. Okay. You're in the bathroom. Shit myself. <laughs> you going to work. Mm-hmm. Which is also confusing to me at this point in life because Katie said we have to... Sh- like, shut the toilet before we flush it? Yep. But then how do you courtesy flush? You don't. You can courtesy flush. This is going to be all up in your ass. See, because if the toilet stop up, That's bounce now you back got right toilet there. water in your ass. Oh. <laughs> don't let it get in your urethra. I hope that. Be like, oh. you know, if they find Nemo in that. <laughs> Wait, Romeo, what'd you do? <laughs> you got to jump a little bit. So, toilet stops up. It's mad shit in the toilet. Your boyfriend, girlfriend, whomever is on the outside. You in their house for the first time. And, and, like, you cannot get this toilet to flush. It smells crazy in there. Your shit is all in there. What do you do? Um, What time of night is it? Or day? What time of day? It's late. Mm, What's the okay. word you used earlier? What? What word? The, the N word. I'm a, I'm a. No, we're not going to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do, though. You you have to find, like, a snake or something like that. If this is my house. That's their place? It's at what? their place? Yeah. Yeah, it's their uh, place. You just took the biggest you shit. You really like this person. You just took the biggest shit. Toilet stopped up. Ain't nothing in there that you can figure they don't out. They not even got the little... No plunging in, nothing. Nothing. And when you open that door, on the other side of that door is the person that you really like. What do you do in this situation? Hey, don't use the toilet. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to go find a 24-hour store <laughs> go to and Walmart. get a snake. Uh, you a real one. And snake the fuck out of that. You do know when you say that he's going to go in the bathroom, right? Or she's going to go in the bathroom. Well, nah, you, you bring you, that's them what you're doing. You. Yeah. You bring it is what you. it is. You got to own Yeah. Can't run it from it. You would walk out of the bathroom and say, yo. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I got to run the gas station. Don't go in there. I'll be right back. Yep. I'm going to find a snake. Yep. All right, say less. Romeo, what I do you think, do? I think that is the best way to test them. You know what I mean? Like, if they're the mm-hmm. one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I just took the biggest shit in your bathroom. No, tell me exactly what you say when you walk out no, of this no, bathroom. No, no, All right, so I'll walk out hella embarrassed, first of all. 
like hella embarrassed. You sweating and shit? Like fucking profusely sweating. Like my shirt is wet from how much I'm sweating. I've been in there like contemplating like, oh my God, this shit not flushing. What the fuck am I doing? Do I put my hand in there? No, I can't do that shit. What the fuck is wrong with me? But I mean, I might have to. I don't know. Ah, fuck. Ah, I'm just going to have to fucking. All right. All right, cool. Yeah. I open the door. I walk out. Literally first, she's going to look at me. And the first thing I'm going to say is, I just took the biggest shit in your bathroom. It's, it's. It's done for. Uh, I'll be right back. You want to come with me? We're gonna. Well, you're coming. No, no, no. Because I, I don't trust you to be <laughs> to be in this house by yeah, yourself right yeah, now. Yeah. It might be a danger. Actually, there's a yeah. little hazard going on. But I would be honest. You know what I'm saying? And right. and I would test it out. Because if she's like funny about it and like joking about it, then I'm like, all right, maybe you're the one. But if she's like, ew, ew, that's gross. Blah, blah, blah. Then she ain't the one. She ain't the one. Over. Say less. Because right. I need to know that when we get old, you're going to wipe my ass. All right. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I do. But yeah, I didn't yeah. know that's where we were going. Say you won't change when you oh, go. Boy, Keisha yeah. Cole. That's Keisha Hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> need to get up in there. <laughs> I asked this, and I like your energy because I would, if I had to choose one of y'all, I would be Romeo in that situation. Yo, listen. Went down in there. <laughs> hey. Oof. Hey, Ooh. let me tell you a thing. I barely made it out of life. Yeah, you, <laughs> you almost lost one in there. You should be happy you don't got to call the police and explain. <laughs> you almost got charged with murder tonight. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> if you know what's best for you, you bring your ass with me so we can fix what came out of mine. You know what I'm saying? And first of all, bitch, why don't you got a plunger in here? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Before you, you got to play victim. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to play victim yeah. while your shit is in a like, toilet. Like, this is how okay. you... <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm. A, little, a little low fucking pressure? Huh? Yo. Okay. Weak right? ass toilet. That's what you have to do. We had a we had a caller. Call on Jaden Moe today. You know what she did? Uh-uh. She scooped all of the shit out the toilet with a cup. Yo. I get the name of it. There you <laughs> go. I thought you would have saw this punchline coming. Shitty I fucking hands, gave it to you in the beginning. Like, Yo, she scooped all of the shit out. And with, put it where, bro? Uh, she apparently was throwing it out the window. It was a window. On fucking people down below? Like, I imagine mean, it was the backyard. It's, oh, it's the yard. It's a house. Okay, yeah, yeah. she just scooped it all out. Bop, <laughs> bop, bop. And then <laughs> went on about business, you <laughs> You go to the backyard. Can you imagine? <laughs> I said, did you ever tell him? He said, no. Nah. I guess he would have figured the dogs did it. Yeah, that's wild, right? It's a wild that's, story. Mm-mm. And then, and then, like all of the women who called up was like, "Nah, I feel her." And I'm like, I wouldn't care if you blew my bathroom up. It's a human thing. I wouldn't care. But if I find out you just threw shit out the window, no, nah. we gonna have a problem. Nah. Now I'm a real fucking nah. creep. Yeah, yeah. All right, those me. <laughs> Who's next? Question of the week. Yo, when is the last time one of y'all broke a habit? I want to start a new trend with us and the listeners, and we're going to do this together. Romeo has his habit in hand. Yeah, but we can't talk about it. Only at the live shows. He, he trying to get us to do a live so bad because he need to eat. <laughs> no facts. <laughs> Yo, I got mad information, but only at the live. At the live show. That boy is starving. December. <laughs> we don't know what the date yet. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. <laughs> Yo. Now, I'm seriously, like, thinking about this because it's hard to break a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not mm-hmm. easy. It's not an easy thing to do, right? But all of us have bad habits that we need to break. And I thought about this with Katie, like, because all of us think about her when we take a shit now. That's just <laughs> half of Atlanta is doing that. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And as I'm, I kind of laughed to myself every time that I closed the toilet, the, 
I mean, to flush it, because I'm like, yo, Katie really, like, changed my life with this shit. Like, I really, I do this now. Even, like, norm, I leave my joints closed all the time. They're mm-hmm. always closed now. Mm-hmm. So they always like they out of order, like, at all times. That's a clean-ass bathroom That's right there. a clean-ass bathroom. So I'm like, yo, you know what we should do? We should hold each other accountable. I broke a habit. I made myself better. We all have habits we need to break. Mm-hmm. So I think we should all come up with a habit that we want to break. Something you do that you know would be better if you didn't. And if we do it, our listeners have to listen and do the same thing. So you right now, as you're listening, think of a habit. If you're with your significant other, they can choose your habit. Because mm. most of us be friends. Like, we don't have no bad habits. But I bet you your girl know. Just ask her. She'll tell you. Oh, 100%. Oh, she has 40 habits. God. So you take one of them. We about to make people divorce. <laughs> That's what we do here. Hey. We are going to make sure that only the people who are meant to be together are together. <laughs> Stay together. Be strong. You heard? All right. What's your habits? What are we breaking? As y'all think, the listeners, you think as well. We all going to break a habit this week. What are we doing? I buy my nails quite often. Really? You and LeBron? Yeah, like I get nervous and I just start kind of like fidgeting with my fingers. You don't want to do that anymore? No. So how do I stop that? Put hot, You like hot sauce? Yeah. I'm gonna just be like, come on, what you don't like? I'm, I'm Hispanic. What don't to, he like, Katie? He I doesn't to, like shots of liquor in general. That's a fact. Every time you bite your nails for one week, you have to take a shot. And okay. you gotta be honest, bro, because if you lie to us, then you're lying to you. Okay. So for every time you fuck up and go, ah, I just did it, you gotta take a shot. All right. Bet? Yep. All right, Katie, what's the habit you wanna break? I need to eat three meals a day. Sometimes I don't do that. For but, one week? Yeah. Three meals a day? Three meals a day. So if you do not eat three meals a day, for one week. It's just one week. That's mm-hmm. all this is. We're not asking for a month. This is easy work. Oh, okay. What does Katie have to do? Hmm. What, what don't you like? I'm not telling you. What don't, what don't you like, yo? You like everything. You got you to gotta let Mo and I create a, a tweet on your Twitter. Or text on behalf of you. Texting on behalf of me is something I don't like. Oh, I like that. All right, so for whatever day... You don't eat three meals a day. You have to let us text for you. You have to let us text. We'll be your texting tutor. No. Yankee. Her. Yep. Ooh. Mommy Yankee. Mommy Yankee. And we going to give her thoughts. Mommy Yankee. You heard? That's a deal? That's a deal. All right. Say less. Um, what the fuck? My bad habit is on days I don't want to, I don't go to the gym. Okay. And for one week, I'm going to go every day. All right. Every day. Every day? Every day. I'm going to go every day. And if you don't, you have to start a conversation with somebody randomly. Like a stranger? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you and, have to hold a five-minute conversation. And at the end of it. a stranger. And take a photo at the end of it. <laughs> like, randomly just be like, hey, do you want to take a photo? Moments from the birch asking for a photo like, do to something <laughs> easy, like shoot me in a leg or something. Like, well, yeah, we'll have to talk. Go to the metaverse for that, bro. All right, so th- those are our habits. Yep, yeah. we are breaking bad habits. You, as the listener, you have to hold yourself accountable. You have one week for whatever you just came up with, and if you don't do it, I mean, we can't hold you accountable, but you can hold yourself accountable and know that you suck. But if you don't do it, DM us, and we are going to put you. On blast mm-hmm. because we are going to help our listeners break some bad habits. We'll roast you. I like that. No, bro. No, nah, that ass because that's not like a bad punishment mm-hmm. to where it's like you got, if you don't fulfill your one week habit, 
DM us, and we're going to roast the shit out you. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to hold you accountable. Yeah, you got to hold yourself accountable. But if you don't, we will. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, say less. Who's next? He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just in. All right, Sicko Award is going to the same exact woman who Katie is giving her fine woman of the week to. Because I'm, no, I'm pissed. No, she don't get to retire. Come on. Nah, yo, tell them who your fine woman of the week is, Katie. It's Serena Williams. She don't get to retire. The GOAT needs a break. No, she don't need no break. But she was playing when she was pregnant. What do you need a break for? Exactly. Like, Like it's you. What does she need to focus on, family? Exactly. She's accomplished so many milestones. She's one of the greatest. So at some point, you have to hang up your crown and just take a break and enjoy your life, the fruits of your labor of being one of the greatest. Greatest in tennis. No, but what a fucking goat. What a fucking goat at the fact that you can retire in your prime. Literally just be like, look, I already won everything I needed to win. I'm over this shit. I just want to chill out. Like, that is that is ultimate, like, goat mm-hmm. level. I'm so, at. Like, <laughs> come on now. I feel away. She needs a break. And kudos to her for everything that she's accomplished and everything that she has done. All right, so think about it, right? She's turning 41 next month. All right. Yeah. She started her career in 1995 at the age of 14. Yeah. Won 73 singles titles, including 23 majors, and has four Olympic gold medals and spent 319 weeks as the number one player in the world. Yeah. The world. Yeah, I know. Come on. I mean, but like, but why she got to leave? Oh, and not to mention, her and Venus have won 14 major double titles. Wow. Yo, she got a whole list here that says first and only two, and it's like 473 of those things. Mm, An absolute queen. This woman has done everything. There's nothing else to do in her sport. There's nothing else to do as an athlete. I mean, it's her. Serena Williams is the only reason I've watched tennis. I'm going to be honest. I didn't didn't grow up. I didn't watch Andre Agassi growing up. I didn't. I didn't watch Pete Sampras. I knew they were great. I'm not hating. Mm. I didn't watch them. I watched me some Serena. Mm. And um, there will never be another Serena. Nope. Black girl magic. Nah, but for real, man, Serena Williams represented, like, just women, black people, black women in a way where you just can't do a better job. So for her to walk away on the top, I do respect that. As much as I joke about hating the fact that she's leaving, because I really do, I respect the fact that we are never going to have to watch her be past her prime and feel like, oh, she should have left sooner. She's not giving us that. Yeah. And she shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. all she's accomplished, she should not give us that. So Agree. We love you, Serena. We do, girl. <laughs> Who's next? All right, reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game feeling um, fun. My dad told me this one day, and it kind of stuck with me. We were having a real deep conversation about life, and he told me that he believes in something that he calls the 6-9 concept can't quote him but it was something like that where he basically said that in life most people try to do whatever it is that makes them feel as if they're a nine because technically no one's a 10 we're not perfect but he believes if someone were to tell it it'd be better to be a six And he said, because if you're a nine, technically, no one can pour anything into you. 
because there are no tents. But if you be dope, but you still allow yourself room for growth and room for people to be able to actually pour things into you to where you can be greater, you can be better, you can be doper, for a lack of a better term, then you'd find yourself being happy being a six. You're not at the bottom end of it, and you can still pour into people or on the other half, but people can still pour things into you. Mm. Because once you're a nine, what exactly are you working toward anymore? So sometimes it's actually okay to be a six. Shout out to Romeo. Shout out to Nelly. Another one. <laughs> I fucked it up. Another low boy. <laughs> I fucked up the Katie because it's six. I know. I know. I know, I know, I know. All right, end the shit. Next time, bitches. Nah, but for real, man. Never get too high on yourself that you don't believe that there's room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. Be humble, even in your greatest of moments. What? All right. Who's next? Quote of the week. Fucking over? Do you not Why? know the format of this podcast? Give him the quote, Romeo. Give him the quote. Since you turned your mic back on, give it to him. Here it come. There's no one greater than you who is you. There's no one greater than you who is you. There's no one greater than me. There's no one greater than you. I just, you. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I said. Give him, bad, give him the real quote, though. No, that was a real one. That's true. There is no one that's better at being you than you, so why would you want to be anybody else? That was a hell of a quote, Romeo, and I will add that with a little bit of pepperoni on that pizza. Mm. And the pepperoni is, <laughs> life is a succession of lessons mm. which must be lived to be understood. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Y'all took that in? Yeah. You got to go through shit. It's unfortunate, and we all hate going through it. And we all have to go through it. And sometimes while you're going through it, you have no idea why this is happening to you. It sucks. You don't have answers. You want answers. Typically, you live long enough to figure out eventually why you had to go through what you had to go through. And sometimes when I'm going through it and people say, well, you need this for your future, I would be wanting to say, well, shit, cancel my future because this shit ain't worth it. Where am I going that I need this bullshit? Because <laughs> I don't want to need this. But... However great you think you can be, you can be so much greater. So however much pain you think you can take, you can take so much more. God will never give you more than you can bear, and there is always a reason. So go through it, get through it. Ten toes down and keep your head up, and when you get to the end of the road, you will discover that you are a hell of a lot stronger than you thought you were, hell of a lot wiser than you thought you were, and you'll be fine. Next time, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know. Did it again. Check. I'm talking hurt. When your bed feel like it's dirt. When you lost, no longer know the cost. Thought you were a boss till you couldn't make it work. Had a team, but you just couldn't manage. Looking like you the only reason for the damage. Did everything to get her to find that you didn't fit her. Sometimes it's the prize that'll force you to be a quitter. Didn't really know what being the part meant. Till you learned it was home just to be with her. All this time you were house searching for perfect. Let so much go and you wondering was it worth it? Either way, it's done, gotta respect it. Think about the moments and all the times you reflected. The times you connected, accepted, just to neglect it. 
when you should have did everything to protect it. Fuck. If I could get it back one time, I'd probably blow it and I know it, but I really wish that I could just get it back one time. I said if I, if I could really get it back one time, man, I could get it back one time. Life change, I ain't living fast. I just get it back one time. I'm just trying to get it back. I can't help but to think it's funny.